Hey there, my name is Leif Arneson, and you are listening to episode four of the Vegan Gym Podcast, where we teach vegans like you how to shred fat, build muscle, and supercharge your health. I'm here with my co-host, my brother, Anders. How's it going, man? Good morning, guys. What is going on? In this episode, we are going to be talking about the four laws of healthy vegan fat loss. So before we begin, let's get one thing straight. Uh, Fat loss is not easy. So we know this firsthand and we understand if you're trying to lose fat and having a really tough time doing it, um, understand that it's not easy even um, for people who don't really struggle with with being overweight. Um, We still struggle to, to lose fat and that doesn't go away regardless of uh, where you are in your fat loss journey. Um, now with that being said, let's get another thing straight. So there's really no such thing as the hopeless overweight person who has tried everything to lose fat and just simply cannot. Um, when it comes down to it, there are really just people who don't know and act in accordance with the four laws of healthy vegan fat loss that we're going to be covering in this episode. So after listening to this, you're going to be able to shred that stubborn fat that you've been trying to burn for many years. Yeah. And the problem that most people have with fat loss is that they severely limit their caloric intake And they actually demonize their favorite foods. So, um, and this is really a recipe for failure because when you restrict your calories for fat loss purposes, your body does uh, reduce its total fat stores to stay alive, but it also slows down its basal metabolic rate to conserve energy. So your basal metabolic rate or BMR is also known as your metabolism. Um, And when you restrict your calories for too severely or for too long, um, this this metabolic downregulation or metabolic adaptation, as it's often called, uh, can actually become quite severe and your BMR or metabolism can plunge to really low levels. Uh, So this this, um, metabolic adaptation mechanism in our bodies is why calorie counting seems to not work for some people. Uh, It really has nothing to do with your hormone problems um, or eating too many carbs or really anything other than the fact that your energy balance equation, calories in versus calories out, is out of whack. So um, as a kind of uh, really good example of this, we actually had a client um, a few months ago named Chelsea and she was actually about 90 pounds overweight or about 40 kilos overweight. Um, and she came to us uh, um, uh, to try to lose fat. And we asked her what she had been doing. And she said that most days she ate as little as 500 calories per day. And she wasn't losing fat. 500 calories. That's like four apples. <laughs> Yeah, literally. That's like that's like four apples, four Absolutely bananas. Absolutely nothing. It's it's not enough. 
Uh, so we actually, we made a meal plan for her. And the first thing we changed was her diet. And we, the meal plan that we made was, um, totaled up to 1,950 calories per day, 1,950 calories per day. In the first week, she lost about two pounds or about a kilo of fat. And she's steadily continued to shred fat after that. So, so that is multiplying her daily calorie intake by four. Yeah. And she started losing weight. And her um, BMR, or basal metabolic rate, uh, which I said is also called your metabolism, uh, her BMR was uh, about 1,850 calories. So if you drop your calories below your BMR, you're going to struggle to shred fat because your body doesn't have enough calories and it goes into calorie conservation mode. So that's... Uh, a major issue that many people who are struggling to shred fat face and they keep dropping their calories and dropping their calories and they're not getting anywhere and they get super frustrated and then they just kind of give up or think that they can't possibly lose fat. So to prevent that from happening and to lose weight effectively, you must follow the four scientific laws of healthy vegan fat loss. And we're going to cover those right now. So without further ado, let's get into uh the first law. So the first law of healthy vegan fat loss states that you should eat uh, enough, you, you should eat less energy than you burn every day to lose fat. So we get a lot of questions every single day, whether it's on Facebook or Instagram. And what it boils down to is just calories in versus calories out, which is also a caloric deficit for shredding fat. So fat loss is just a science of numbers, and if you calculate it correctly, you too will be shredding fat. Yeah, it really comes down to just energy balance. Uh, so if you have this energy balance equation, like Anders said, with calories in versus calories out, uh, if you have the um, if if you're doing the calories out part of the equation correctly. Uh, you need to worry about the calories uh, in part of the equation, which is uh, your diet and how much you're eating. And you really just need to eat less calories than you burn every day to lose fat. Um, so contrary to much of the mainstream advice these days, I mean, there are all these different diet strategies or uh, different dietary approaches, but it doesn't really matter what you eat. Uh, if your metabolism is healthy and if you set your calorie intake correctly, then you will lose fat. Now, if you don't believe me, uh, there was actually a professor uh, from Kansas State University who conducted a weight loss study on himself in 2010. Uh, this professor's name was uh, Mark Hobb, if you've happened to heard of him, happened to hear of him. Uh, and he started the study at 211 pounds and 33.4% body fat. And he calculated that he would need to eat about 1,800 calories per day to lose weight without starving himself. So he ended up following a caloric target for two months. Uh, he followed the 1,800 calories target for two months. Which was a caloric deficit. Yeah, which was a caloric deficit, and he lost a total of 27 pounds. So 27 pounds in two months is pretty impressive. But here is the kicker. Uh, so while he did have one protein shake and a couple of servings of vegetables each day, two-thirds of his daily calories came from Twinkies, 
Little Debbie's, Doritos, Sugary Cereals, and Oreos. Uh, essentially a junk food diet. So he lost 27 pounds in two months eating a junk food diet. And the reason he was able to lose that fat was because he was eating a uh, caloric deficit. He was eating 1,800 calories per day, which put him into um, a, a, a proper uh, range for fat loss. Now, we don't recommend this for many health reasons, especially because it's just the Twinkies, Little Debbies, and they're not even vegan. But Mark Hall definitely proved a point by losing those 27 pounds of fat. It really boils down to calories in versus calories out. Yeah, so that leads us into the second law of healthy vegan fat loss, which states that you should use macronutrients to properly optimize your body composition. And for those who don't know, macronutrients are your proteins, your carbohydrates, and your fats. Yeah, exactly. So while a calorie is a calorie for weight loss purposes alone, uh, a calorie is not a calorie when it comes to optimizing your body composition. So what you eat matters very little if you're just trying to see the number go down on the scale, which is exactly what Mark Hobb proved with his junk food Twinkie diet. But what you eat matters very much if you're trying to lose fat and not muscle. And that's pretty much what everyone is trying to do, or at least everyone we know. And that's exactly what we're trying to do. Yeah, like Lace said, if you're trying to lose fat and not muscle, you definitely want to get enough protein, enough carbohydrates, and fats. Uh, if you don't eat enough protein, you're risking losing some muscle mass uh, during a caloric deficit just because you're going to start uh, breaking down some of those, uh, your muscle, uh, too little carbs will affect your training and you're not going to have enough energy to go through your workouts. So you're not going to be able to do those heavy compound lifts as efficiently as you could potentially if you had enough carbohydrates and then with enough fat, if you don't eat enough, that just starts affecting your, your hormone balance and just, so all three of these just combined together is just going to cripple your fat loss. And speaking of hormones becoming out of balance, also if you eat too few carbs, uh, your muscle repair process actually slows down and your hormone profile becomes catabolic because your body doesn't have enough carbohydrates. Uh, so for all of those reasons, it's really important to focus on macronutrients um, when you want to uh, lose fat, you have to re restrict your calories, but you also need to eat enough of these macronutrients to optimize health and to optimize your fat loss goals. So we actually have an article on our website that will take you through all of the steps that we use to calculate our vegan macros. So if you want to check that out, you can figure out how to calculate your specific macros for your specific fitness goals. You shouldn't follow anyone else's macros or any specific macro ratios that anyone else advocates. So with that, let's get into the third law of healthy vegan fat loss, which states that you should eat on a schedule that works for you. So most meal timing advice actually calls for eating multiple small meals per day. And the reason often given for this advice is that eating small meals will actually speed up your metabolism and help you to lose weight faster. So it seems to make sense at first. By putting food into our bodies every few hours, our bodies have to consistently work to break down the food, which should speed up our metabolism. 
And it kind of works like that, but it actually doesn't help with fat loss. Uh, so let me explain. Um, each type of micronutrient, uh, like Honors was talking about earlier, you have protein, carbs, and fats. Uh, each type of micronutrient requires varying amounts of energy to break down and process. So protein has four calories per gram. Carbohydrates also has four calories per gram. And fat has nine calories per gram or a little over twice the protein and carb um, energy uh, level. So this is known as the thermic effect of food and is basically the metabolic boost that comes with eating. So whenever you eat, uh, there's a thermic effect of food uh, that has your body breaking down uh, the food that you ingest. And that the process of breaking down, the process of digesting is uh, uh, burns a certain number of calories. And that's known as a thermic effect of food. Uh, now, the magnitude and duration of this thermic effect of food uh, really depends on how much you eat. So as you can imagine, a small meal uh, provides a small metabolic spike or a, has a small thermic effect uh, that doesn't really last so long. But on the other hand, a large meal actually produces a larger spike that lasts longer. So it really comes down to uh, the question of whether eating more smaller meals per day actually increases your total energy expenditure over a 24-hour period than a few larger meals. You, you see all over the web people are saying, oh, I eat four meals a day or I eat 10 meals a day, smaller meals, and I'm losing all this weight. And people are just left astray thinking that's, oh, they're doing it right. I'm going to follow them. But this was actually uh, tested by the French National Institute of Health and Medical Research. And they took uh, many participants and had them do different meals per day and arranged every, anywhere from 1 to 17 meals per day. And uh, they found that there was actually no difference between nibbling and gorging with the amount of food throughout the day. So it doesn't really matter if you eat one meal or 17 meals per day. Uh, if, through this study, they found that participants who uh, ate the anywhere from 1 to 17 meals per day actually had no difference in, uh, in their energy expenditure, so the thermic effect of their eating. Um, as I said earlier, uh, they proved in this study yet again that small meals cause small, short metabolic boosts and large meals cause longer, larger boosts. So by the end of the day, uh, both of these eating strategies really balance out in terms of total calories burned. Um, so Anders, how many meals do you typically eat throughout the day when you're dieting? That's a very good question. Uh, I tend to really like smaller meals, meals just because once I start losing fat, I don't like feeling bloated. Uh, so it really, it really comes down to how you feel with the amount of food that you're intaking. Um, and I, the only thing I make sure I do is for each of my meals, I try to uh, have a good ratio of my protein, carbs, and fat in each one. Uh, and uh, so I probably, I probably do about anywhere between six to eight small meals. And when I'm talking small, I'm talking like maybe 300 calories each. Yeah. Yeah, I typically like to take the same approach because I'm always kind of grazing um, throughout the day. 
Uh, but there are times, uh, like when I go to work that I'll bring, um, a few larger meals, like a larger breakfast and a larger lunch. And, uh, I kind of, so I kind of go both ways. It depends on the day. It depends on my schedule. Um, but it really, uh, as we talked about, it really doesn't matter which approach you take. You really just need to find something that works for your schedule and the, the really the bottom line of all of this is that you should eat on a schedule that works best for you. So whether that's a lot of smaller meals throughout the day or a few larger meals, uh, just pick something that works with you and stick with it. As long as you're hitting your calories and macros for the day, uh, you're going to be able to lose fat uh, quickly and efficiently. Um, so with that being said, let's get into the fourth law of healthy vegan fat loss which states that you should use exercise to preserve muscle and accelerate fat loss. So you can lose weight by restricting your calories without exercising, but adding exercise, both resistance and cardiovascular training, which is also known as cardio, uh, does come with some obvious benefits. Uh, the addition of resistance training, so we're talking about weightlifting, and like we talked about in the last episode, the best lifts to do are heavy compound lifts, um, and if you're trying to build muscle and uh, get lean, uh, it's best to stay at a lower uh, range uh, in your rep targets. So um, if you aren't quite sure what we're talking about, you can go back to the last episode and listen to that, but... Um, Resistance training is really important uh, because on top of a caloric deficit, uh, resistance training helps you to preserve muscle and also preserve your metabolism, your basal metabolic rate. Uh, furthermore, resistance training also provides a substantial afterburn effect that actually helps you to shred fat and keep it off. Um, the afterburn uh, helps you to keep uh, shredding, uh, keep keep burning calories throughout the day after your workout. Uh, so with, with, the, with that being said, uh, we really think that restricting calories for weight loss without lifting or without doing a lifting routine as well is a huge mistake and will result in at least mild muscle loss. Now, on the other hand, cardio is negotiable. Um, so Anders, what exactly is your take on cardio? I absolutely hate it, but yeah. I <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, yeah, cut and dry. But what it comes down to, you get to a point where you will hit a plateau with losing fat. So, like for myself and Leif, when we're uh, on a caloric deficit, we get to a point where uh, just weightlifting is not helping us lose the amount of fat uh, at a steady rate, and we need to start burning more calories throughout the week. Yeah, so like Honors is saying, uh, at least for us, if we plan to get down below 10% body fat, uh, then we really need to start adding cardio into our routine. And we see the same thing with other males uh, that we've worked with or that we've talked to. Um, so if you're planning on getting down below 10% body fat as a male or down below about 15% body fat as a female, uh, we can pretty much guarantee that you're going to need to include at least some cardio in your routine to get there. So, Anders, what type of cardio do you like to do and how much do you do when you're working to shred fat? I stay away from the treadmill. Uh, my favorite 
way of doing cardio is the stairmaster, the aka the stairway to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it it varies the amount of time that I'm on the stairmaster just because of where I am in my caloric deficit. Uh, but I usually start out maybe once or twice a week for maximum of 15 minutes. But by the end of my caloric deficit, I could be possibly doing four uh, days per week and up to 30 to 45 minutes per session. So Yeah. So what Honors is talking about is um, a type of cardio that's called steady state cardio. So there are two main types of cardio. You have steady state cardio, which is um, like a, a longer form of cardio that's uh, less intense and just uh, kind of an, an endurance activity. And then there's high intensity interval training, abbreviate HIIT, where it includes a lot of jumping and plyometrics with really short uh, cool down periods in between your sets, which uh, so it's pretty much just keeping your heart rate up for a really short period of time. It's much but, more intense. But the, yeah, the intensity is just through the roof compared to steady state cardio. So usually when we're doing cardio, we're doing it after we've already worked out, like we've already done our heavy compound exercises and our other weightlifting uh, routine. And we're pretty wiped after that. So we end up just um, resorting to steady state cardio and that we find that to be uh, pretty much equally effective in in terms of um, uh, like its shredding potential and how much fat you can lose, but it does take longer to do steady state cardio. So you're just kind of mindlessly walking on the stairmaster or uh, walking on like an incline on a treadmill or something like that. But it's totally worth to not have that feeling of wanting to throw up. <laughs> yeah. And, and everyone's different. Like if you prefer to just get it over in like 10 or 15 minutes and you want to just do something that's really intense. Power to you if you can do that. Yeah. Like go ahead and do that. Uh, but we don't do that. Um, perhaps if we did like two a days where we did, um, are lifting in the morning and then we did cardio in the evening. Uh, perhaps that would be uh, more palatable to us, but it's not really ideal to take two trips to the gym every single yeah, day. So yeah, we don't want to do that either. So uh, again, it it comes down to what you want. Um, high intensity interval training has uh, proven to be. Uh, more effective in some respects than steady state cardio. And it does have some uh, cardiovascular benefits uh, that steady state cardio doesn't necessarily have. But um, it's really just a personal preference. When it comes down to shredding fat, they're pretty much equal in terms of their fat shredding potential. Um, so basically, that's the four laws of healthy vegan fat loss. Um, and when it comes down to it, healthy fat loss really depends on these four laws and no others. Uh, if you follow all four of these laws, you're going to lose fat. And what you need to understand is that this is really a process. Like you're not going to go out in your first week and lose five pounds or two kilos of fat. Uh, some people do that, but it's really not the expectation. So don't expect to go out and have immediate results uh, you should start losing fat in the first week if you have everything uh, set up correctly. But don't freak out if it's uh, not going as fast as you want. Like, don't drastically uh, cut your calories in half or do anything else like that. Um, Slow and steady wins a race. 
That's yeah, what it boils down it, to. It's a process. But basically what I'm trying to say is just focus on these four laws. Don't try uh, changing it up until you really have a baseline. Um, but really your entire routine should be based at least uh, fundamentally on these four laws. Um, these are the four laws that dictate whether you're going to lose fat or not lose fat. Um, now, as we also mentioned, uh, we, we tend to uh, follow macro counting, which is also known as flexible dieting or also known as if it fits your macros. Um, now, there are many, many ways to track uh, your diet. You can uh, count points like they do in Weight Watchers, or you can count your calories, or you can count your macros. Um, and it only really matters, uh, like we said, for your body composition. Um, that's why we recommend flexible dieting. We're going to cover flexible dieting more uh, in episode six, uh, so in two episodes. Um, but you can f learn more on our website. We have a lot of information about flexible dieting. Um, so we'll tell you what flexible dieting is and, and how to use it uh, to shred fat or build muscle. We use it for both. Um, so with that being said, let's do a recap of the four laws. Um, now, the first law of vegan healthy fat loss states that you should eat less energy than you burn every day to lose fat. As we talked about, this is known as energy balance, and fat loss really boils down to calories in versus calories out. It's a simple science of numbers. Uh, the second law of vegan healthy fat loss uh, states that you should use macronutrients properly to optimize your body composition. That's what we were talking about with um, uh, determining your ideal targets for protein, fat, and carbs, uh, following those targets throughout the day, and focusing on macros instead of calories. Now, the third law of healthy vegan fat loss states that you should eat on a schedule that works for you. We talked about the study that was conducted at the French National Institute of Health and Medical Research, um, which essentially told us that you can eat anywhere from 1 to 17 meals per day. It doesn't really matter um, how many meals you're eating uh, as long as you're hitting your macro targets for the day. And finally, the fourth law of healthy vegan fat loss states that you should use exercise to preserve muscle and accelerate fat loss. Uh, so when it comes to uh, shredding fat, you want to add resistance training to uh, maximize your fat loss while preserving muscle um, mass. So you're not losing muscle while you're losing fat. Um, and that actually brings me to an important distinction, uh, the distinction between fat loss and weight loss. Uh, there's a huge, huge difference here, at least in our minds. Um, and the, the difference is that fat loss is all about shredding fat. And when you start talking about weight loss, uh, you could be, you, you could lose five pounds of muscle and, and have no fat <laughs> have, and no fat and have lost on paper five pounds of, uh, weight. Like you could be down five pounds or about two kilos, which obviously is not what you want. <laughs> yeah, that's counterproductive to everyone's goals. I've never, well, I've met a few people, I guess, who actually want to lose some muscle mass, but that's incredibly, incredibly rare. 
Um, most people just want to focus on fat loss and that's the main, that's their main fitness goal. That's what we always want to do. And I'm sure that's what you want to do. So, uh, focus on fat loss, uh, stop using the, the phrase weight loss. It's really, um, counterproductive to, uh, kind of the whole concept of fat loss. Um, so that's it, uh, for the four laws. Um, now if, uh, if you have any questions about these four laws, uh, you can post a comment, um, uh, on our, uh, podcast episode page, uh, which is what you'll find on the vegangym.com and, uh, and we'll answer those questions. So yeah, if you have a question, just post in the comment section and we'll be happy to answer that for you. In the next episode, we're going to teach you whether you should be focusing on building muscle or shredding fat. And uh, we'll also teach you how to build muscle and shred fat at the exact same time. And we'll teach you who can actually do that and who really can't do that. So stay tuned for the next episode. It, we, it's going to be a fun one. We have a new episode every Tuesday. Um, and yeah, with that, uh, thank you guys so much for your support. Um, if you find this content to be valuable, if you like the podcast, please leave a review. It really helps us to... Uh, spread our message because it helps us to rank higher in iTunes so we can teach more people about veganism and fitness. And that will consequently help us to uh, reach an even bigger audience and help more people to thrive on a vegan diet. So if you have any friends uh, as well that are interested in vegan fitness, please refer uh, them to this podcast. And yeah, if you have any questions, uh, please post that in the comments. Uh, so Thanks so much for your time, and until next time, keep challenging the status quo.